portion of the book is titled Love-Hate Relationships. So as I was telling Whitney, when I read this for the first time, it reminded me a lot of not only my own relationships that were flawed, but like those of family members and friends and stuff, especially my one brother. So, And I think there's a lot of wisdom in this. So it says, it starts with, unless or until you access the consciousness frequency of presence, all relationships, and particularly intimate relationships, are deeply flawed and ultimately dysfunctional. They may seem perfect for a while, such as when you're in love, but invariably that apparent perfection gets disrupted as arguments, conflicts, dissatisfaction, and emotion or even physical violence occur with increased frequency. It seems that most love relationships become love-hate relationships before long. Love can then turn into savage attack, feeling of hostility and complete withdrawal of affection at the flick of a switch. This is considered normal. The relationship then oscillates for a while, a few months or even a few years, um, between the polarities of love and hate, and it gives you as much pleasure as it gives you pain. It is not uncommon for couples to become addicted to these cycles. The drama makes them feel alive. When a balance between the positive and negative polarities is lost and the negative and destructive cycles occur with increased frequency and intensity, which tends to happen sooner or later, then it will not be long before the relationship finally collapses. It may appear that if you could only eliminate the negative or destructive cycles, then all would be well and the relationship would flower beautifully. But alas, that is not possible. The polarities are mutually interdependent. You cannot have one without the other. The positive already contains within itself the yet unmanifested negative. Both are in fact different aspects of the same dysfunction. I'm speaking here of what are commonly called romantic relationships, not of true love, which has no opposite because it arises from beyond the mind. Love as a conscious state is as yet very rare, as rare as conscious human beings. Brief and elusive glimpses of love, however, are possible whenever there is a gap in the stream of mind. Now keep in mind that this is, a, this is about enlightenment and meditation. So there's a lot of references to that. Um, it goes on to say, the negative side of a relationship is, of course, more easily recognizable as dysfunction than the positive one. And it is also easier to recognize the source of negativity in your partner than it is to see in yourself. It can manifest in many forms. Possessiveness, jealousy, control, withdrawal, and unspoken resentment, the need to be right, insensitivity, self-absorption, emotional demands, and manipula manipulation. The urge to argue, criticize, judge, blame, or attack, anger, unconscious revenge for past pain inflicted by a par partner, and rage and physical violence. On the positive side, you're in love with your partner. This is at first deeply satisfying state. You feel intensely alive. Your existence has suddenly become meaningful because someone needs you, wants you, and makes you feel special. And you do the same for him or her. When you are together, you feel whole. The feeling can become so intense that the rest of the world fades into insignificance. However, you may also have noticed that there is a neediness and a clinging quality to that intensity. You become addicted to the other person. He or she acts on you like a drug. You're on a high when the drug is available, but even the possibility or thought that he or she might no longer be there for you can lead to jealousy, possessiveness, attempts at manipulation through emotional blackmail, blaming and accusing, fear of loss. And the other person, if the other person does leave you, it can give rise to the most intense hostility or the most profound grief and despair. In an instant, loving tenderness can turn into a savage attack or dreadful grief. Where is the love now? Can, change, can love change into its opposite in an instant? 
what was it love in the first place or just an addictive grasping or clinging? Interesting. So it then goes on to talk about um, how that can become addictive. That pattern but, can definitely be addictive because I was in it. Yeah. I mean, and I think I've been in relationships where... The, I mean, I'm not much of a jealous person, but I've been in relationships where other people are jealous. Like, I mean, how many times do we have a friend that's like, you know what, I don't like it whenever my girlfriend has guy friends. That's not healthy emotion. That's, that's born from fear and negativity. Or I think there's a lot of wisdom from in that. a lot of maybe their past experiences with other people. So that it's like a learned behavior instead of something that's just That's there. based on fear, fear of loss. Right. Did, I but lost that some, last relationship. Right, now exactly. I have to manipulate so I don't lose this one. Right, right. That's so a possessiveness, possessiveness tendency. It's projecting something onto the something in the future that you've experienced in your past. Yeah, I think so. I, and it's easy to recognize in other people. I think it's more difficult to, and I, I think it even says that, it's more difficult to recognize those things in yourself. Um, I don't know. But think about, like... Yeah, the opposite. I recognize me myself long before I recognize my Wow. Yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. That's maybe, usually you're maybe able just to. That's I'm a like, great skill. Maybe just because I'm kind of introverted. Not that I always recognize him or that I'm even good at it, but like, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm so introverted, like, manifest internally things before I like to manifest them. I love that self discovery stuff. I think it's incredibly, cha- it's very challenging for me. That's awesome. That for a lot of easily for you. You can delve right into, like, serious depression. Yeah. You know, you know I have a brother that um, he was constantly on that cycle that everything's great oh my god we're arguing we want to kill each other everything's great you know like make up sex or whatever you know whatever psycho addictiveness you get into and it's the emotional roller coaster that he got used to mm-hmm. and he thought that those were healthy relationships well you normalize something to... like that when you're in something like that for such a long period of time you normalize it as a normal behavior and so you brush it off and you just think that it's a normal thing yeah. when in reality like for example, I compare myself to, okay, like Ashley and Tyler. I believe that they truly have a loving and caring relationship. I do too. I don't want to say that they don't have their little tiffs because everyone does. Hey, you just got married and I just read this passage. It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I look for that in, for myself. I look for that kind of relationship in myself, like the no jealousy and the encouragement and the love. And um, I feel like, you know, a relationship for me is essentially complimenting one another instead of completing one another. No one's going to complete me, but they can compliment me for yeah. sure. And I feel like that doesn't really happen all that often. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, uh, you know, he went through a lot of, like, different aspects of like, human interaction with yeah. relationship and how they act out. I mean, it's different for everybody for sure. Um... There's no question. I don't know. Maybe he mentions this in the book, and he, he talked about this at some point. Doesn't it all sort of? Doesn't all that stem from like fear? A lot of it, yeah. And I think oh, what well, he's, I think, I think what like he's talking about fear, is isn't like, it though? like fear of loss, fear of not being loved, fear of not being happy, fear of anything, fear of every, not being good enough, good enough, anything. Everything. Well, I mean, I think and that's why humans make, get together because can, it's like a reprieve from the world, right? right. And so then, but so like, who's to say that that's going to be like perfect or? Like true love, or I mean, I don't know, how do you even define? Well, I guess what is the definition of perfect? Because everyone's definition is well, different. Well, there is no perfect, right? Well, there, there is. So, we all know people that have been together for, you know, 
old people that grew old and died, you know, and like sure, it's a generational thing to some degree, but like certainly there's plenty of those people who did love each other, shared each other for a long time, and respected each other. Yeah, you know, so like. But I also think it's a call to action. Right? Nothing's ever going to be perfect. You're not going to go through your entire life with the sex just being fucking intense. No, no. And, like, and loving every 20, relationship every, every waking just, moment. They're all going to be and work. Just, right. To yeah. be far from that. Yeah. I think that it's more of a call to action. Like, if you recognize these behaviors or tendencies in yourself or in others, then what are you grasping onto? What is, are, you, are you in a healthy relationship? Or are you not in a healthy relationship? I think that there's... I, I believe in love. I think that a lot of you know you're reading it and it's like okay I know he's trying to make a point and he's trying to educate and I think what the point is is that it's not it's not a physical thing it's 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 not an emotional thing it's an enlightened thing like focusing on yourself and your partner or partners or whatever you know I mean we have all these different like sexual orientations and stuff now like whatever whatever that looks like it's it's uh, whatever that relationship looks like. It's you know get past the here's what I'm supposed to do and here's what society says and here's what I want my partner to be like. So I'm trying to either you know trying to manipulate them into that. Like we that's a very common common behavior. Like oh Every, now now everyone does now it. the next thing to do is now everyone we get engaged now we get married it. now we have kids or like there's this predefined script of like what you're supposed to do. So right. there's all these social pressures on the side as well. There's like oh well this is not this is like what you're supposed to do. The question becomes like, is that the, are those? I think emotions, the call to those emotions, don't fall for the bullshit and go find it for yourself. You know, and I think maybe you know you found something that like, not is perfect, but is something that's worth you know trying to continue to like cultivate when those things don't like aren't constantly at the heart of your relationship, or like everything like at every turn, some of that stuff he's talking about is going on. Right. You know, but there's a mutual respect. Yeah, you had your fights, but like, you respect each other, you know. Do you think that that's a common like it's a, it's that's a, a bond? battle? It's a, you gotta work at that shit. Right. That's hard. I guess my well, I guess what I'm asking you is like, what do you feel like is the main thing between Ashley and yourself that you find that like can bring you always like can bring you back together? Like even if there's a tiff or there's. Um, I'm sorry for listening to that conversation. But <laughs> can I get light? Yeah, do, do I? I don't have. I don't. I didn't have. I lit this actually somewhere else, so I don't even have light a lighter. So you know? What's that? Light off your. Oh yeah. Should have honestly thought of that first. You know, I think it's I mean, also important to keep in mind that the passage is titled "Love Hate Relationships." I think that it's focusing on, oh, on no, those. It's, it's focusing on those relationships that are cyclical and bring the negativity out because there's this false positive. Right. Right. So. With without that, then I think that you are in a respectful, absolutely, go bust. You know what? Right meaningful here. relationship. Uh, hey, man, I will not, I will not decline that. Thank you. Does that make sense? Say that one more time. I'm well, sorry. Well, I think that it's it's important to remember that topic is was love hate relationships, and it's those ones that have that cyclical like false positive and negative and fear. I think there's other really good relationships. I mean, we have three really good friends that are sitting here. They're not intimate relationships, but we have a lot of love and respect amongst ourselves. True. And those, I think, these are very healthy relationships that we're sitting in front of right now. And you, I, you know, I look at like Ty and Ashley, and I think that's you guys don't have an unhealthy cyclical thing, you know. Not that we can see on the surface. At yeah. Least. 
I mean, at you. I would agree. I mean, and also, not right now. Right. You yeah. say that freaking five years from now. Maybe. It might be different. Or ten years from now, it's like, it molds. I mean, as I said, shit takes work. You gotta, if you're gonna, like. I think that's your mind playing. If you're not, uh, if you're not gonna, like, admit, you know, to yourself or to others, both. So what you're saying is not being a narcissist? That that you mess up and then you're, Right. like. You you have to put your walls down. Like, that narcissism has to go because in order for you to have an authentic and real relationship with someone, you have to be able to admit your flaws and admit maybe you've done something wrong in it. You're willing to even change it or work on it. And right. I feel like all three of us sitting here are very, if not for yourself, very aware. If, if not for yourself, and there's plenty of things that you can, that the other person gets mad at you for, that, sure. you, that you know right away, you're like, yeah, this is not, this is part of me that is really yeah, but right. see, the, I mean, I have to, you have to be care, careful good. about the word change, because you know I, I think that's what that's where you, the danger is. If you are trying to change somebody else, or somebody's trying to change you, then ultimately is that a is that a good thing? So it can I, be. It can also be a really bad thing. It can be both. That's true. I could absolutely. It can be both. I think that's a question you should ask. Mm. I think that there. Oh, I have yeah, been told course, multiple totally times agree. when. Uh, when you when you get when like when you start dating someone and you see like maybe a future with them, from the very moment that you met them, that person that is there the entire time, that person really isn't going to change all that much. Like you have to love that person for the next ten, twenty, thirty, whatever years, knowing that the person that you met is the person that that's where that foundation is, yeah. and you're not going to like necessarily change a lot of things about them. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. and I find that I find that to be true. I mean, if you don't, if you yeah, fall in love with someone. And then you change your mind three years later. You didn't fall in love with the person that, like, you maybe fell in love with the idea of who they were going to end up being or whatever. But you need to realize and, and there are some things that maybe manifest after that you, about the person that you don't really end up seeing for some time. But I do agree. Probably what ninety plus percent of it within like half a year, you're probably gonna get it. Right, like the honeymoon you know? phase. Like you yeah, but the other thing is like you know, people change. Like, sure, people do change. But I don't think there is, you you nailed it on the head, there is nobody in this world that is going to change me except me. There's nobody in this world that's going to change you except you. Right. And so as change occurs in people as they grow and and go through their life, it's not outside influences that change people, it's internal forces. I agree. I agree with that. And if we don't respect people enough to recognize that, like, I I don't want to change people, I don't want to change... Whitney, I don't want to change you. I, don't I mean, want there's to some really. I, I I hate that you're an OSU fan. I wish I could change that, but I can't. Only you can do that. You tried that with Ashley. Look where that got you. You get you get. You, <laughs> no, I mean it's a totally terrible nowhere. example, but it, it is. It, it, it proves it. You know, I think it's yeah. a good. It's a good metaphor. And there's, it's also. <laughs> yeah, each problem is different. You know, like um, just had a friend who lost uh, her boyfriend to a drug overdose and was at a drug awareness get together at a bar recently and they were talking about a lot of things you know mostly personal stories but uh Mimigo come on stop how are you man very good very good good to see you too that's it we're just bullshitting how are you Anyways, carry on. With no, your... but uh, yeah, I mean, I think one of the underlying themes uh, throughout the, uh, the couple hours we were there and listened to everybody speak was like, 
you know, um, having respect for, you know, for that person. It's like, multiple things that I thought were interesting. It's like, one person got up and said, listen, like, you know, we all have addictions. So, but some are really scrutinized and demonized, and others aren't, you know, like, shit, people who are addicted to shopping, or addicted to eating, or things that can be really, really, quite frankly, detrimental to their life, Yeah, are not societally shunned, unlike people who are used to drugs, Thank you. and have drug problems, you know, but it was, again, it was uh, talking about love and support, and, you know, not judging people, and I think it's... Yeah. You never know what someone's going through, really. The world's a cruel place. It and doesn't have to be. And the more cruel it gets, the more everyone's relationships are going to be fucked up, too. <laughs> so this emotional intelligence uh, training program that I did taught me a lot about love and taught me a lot about, like, connecting with people just by looking at them. Hmm. Like me looking at you right now, like I can see how you're feeling. And Where I was this? At, what was this? It's called Next Level Training. It's uh, based out of California, but it's a, an emotional intelligence training program, like a leadership training program. It's online. And no, it's oh, a, no. like it's a weekend class. It the five the first oh, one really? was five hundred dollars. Yes, okay. the first one was five hundred dollars. The second one, which I'm raising Shit. money for, is eight hundred. But like I met a community of one hundred fifty people in which literally strangers were like coming up to me and staring at my eyeballs, and I was just fucking bawling my eyes out. Mm. That's how powerful this was. So I've connected with all of these people that are sitting here like loving me and supporting me, and it's incredible. And I think that. Um, both of you probably could benefit from it, but just being able to like connect, like just like you said, like the world is a cruel place. That's a limited belief, I feel. And yeah, what I mean is, not, it's not uh, naturally cruel, but like the thing that people, the, the things that people unfortunately experience in us in our society as of today, right now with social media and sure. twenty-four hour news cycle and the. That is cruel. People, I, people to people, I think. I've just said again, Frank. I think most people are, are naturally very good and wonderful people, but you don't you don't get the well. And that's that why enough. I feel like right now I'm sitting here next to like two of my favorite humble, like loving individuals, and I feel like if I continue to put if I continue to put these people in my life, like there's only going to be good that comes out of it. So I'm surrounding myself with people that love me and that I love and that support me and that I support them, and it's a, like a communal thing so I'm putting in my circle how the, the people that are going to bring me up and raise me up whereas you know some people unfortunately don't get that and maybe that's because of the disposition of how they grew up um, maybe their parents were neglectful maybe they they didn't feel loved whatever the case may be those people are tainted and having a, a human connection like I know right now that if I called both of you and I said hey I just got kicked out of my place, I have nowhere to go, someone would take me in. Oh, yeah. Well, even no. if it was for... Very you know, quickly. Even if it was for, like, two weeks. Like, I, mean, I, I secretly, I secretly hope you get kicked out. <laughs> just <laughs> so <laughs> that I can be like, come move in with me for a little while. Because <laughs> that will be fun. That would be that fun. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, it would, like, mix up the, like, mundaneness. It's like, yeah, okay, it's not going to be Groundhog oh, Day. Oh, Whitney's the, here. For yeah. the next uh, month. Mm. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree with I you. I secretly hope you become homeless. 
That really doesn't surprise me coming out of your mouth. Why don't we just stay in a tent, Bobby? It'll be fine. Oh, this I need to go camping. I haven't gone camping. I was going to say that. Since my birthday? Yeah, that was the last time was in December. So let's go again for my birthday. We should birthday. do it. We should yeah. do it. We should get a cabin. I've this never time. been so cold and happy all night. <laughs> it was lovely. We had a great time. I think it's better camping in the early fall. Yeah, fall's a good when time. The evenings yeah. get a little bit cold enough where you're not like it's uncomfortable like in the tent. 45, 50, yeah. It's Just like, before the leaves yeah, start even to fall. Even 60s doable. Yep. Just before the leaves start to fall. I mean, amen to that. Yeah. Is there, Best time of the year. Is there anything else that we want to talk about this topic? I'm going to shut my podcast down if Oh, if you not. were. This is. I have recorded been going everything this whole that we. Time. Yeah. Even the people bumming yep. cigarette lights. And yep. Well, that's what I makes wanna, it so organic and, and what makes people want to listen is <laughs> like, oh shit, they're like at cool. a community place and they're. I don't ever send me the link to this because I think the sound of my own voice will make me cringe. You get Shut used to that for a while. Yeah, you do. Remember the first couple of times I heard myself on a recording, like yeah. singing, I was like. What? what? That's what I sound like? <laughs> but then, you, then it like then it becomes like one and the same. Yeah. How you sound yourself and how you sound with other people. Well, yeah. and you know what's also crazy is like people might resonate with you just because of your voice. So yeah, like yeah. you might get listeners just because of your voice. You yeah. might not like it, but other people do. Okay. Other people might not like this topic. You have a nice and, voice. I mean, and, you should. I don't. I I always feel like I have a whiny voice. Well, you no. have a great face if that makes up for the That's, fact that you. If only you could see his beard, everybody. <laughs> if only you could see his beard. I'll be sure and post the, that photo that we did with the podcast. The three of today. us. Okay, yeah. that yeah. will be the the selfie will be the cover for the pod this podcast. For sure. Episode. For sure. Want to thank Red Brick. Well, for the record, this voice alcohol. is the one. This is this voice is the good looking one with the epic beard. <laughs> the one that's single. <laughs> the one that is single. The other I'm one not, in I'm the not red shirt. I'm seeing somebody. Oh, right that's right. Never mind. None of us are single basically yeah smoking a little uh what is this alright my friends have a kick ass Saturday thanks for tuning in and I will uh be you know randomly posting these in the next couple of days cheers